Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. Another huge win today for Xavi's Barca. A little bit worried, of course, with Dembele being out now for three to four weeks. Worried because we just played this Real Batiste team in the Supercopa semifinals. Went into extra time, of course, there. And this team just keeps being resilient, right? And I feel like today, because now we're at the 19 games through the La Liga season, halfway through, and we have 50 points so far, right? On pace for a 100-point season. Of course, that 100 mark has only been reached twice uh, by Real Madrid and Barca in the early 2012-2013 season. And so it's a huge, huge deal for Xavi to hit this point. I was one of the naysayers who originally didn't believe that you know the team was looking in a great spot as many of you did probably after the Inter Milan and Bayern Munich and Clasico games in the, the you know late uh, like November of last year. But this team has really turned around and is playing so well. And so we got to take a moment just to appreciate what Javi's done for us so far, just to appreciate, especially in the new year, uh, you know, adjusting our midfield, right? Adding a fourth person there to make sure we're getting the most out of all of our players. We're seeing Busquets today against uh, Real Batiste put in a nearly man-of-the-match performance along with, you know, uh, Balde. Uh, you're seeing, you know, Frankie de Jong, who had been kind of cast aside, not not been the, the most favorite player for a lot of Barca fans in the last, you know, six to 12 months because of his whole contract issues. We're now seeing him thrive as that double pivot with Busquets and you know you, you see again today right Rafinha Lewandowski the players who we need to step up need them to score now that Dembele might not be the one uh you know creating the most offense because he's going to be out right for the for the foreseeable future and you see the team just really gelling firing on all cylinders in a way that just makes me so happy and I'm sure all of you so happy as well so we look at the lineup and we think about what Javi was going to do without Dembele I was a little bit confused because I wasn't sure to be honest, if you know Rafinha is not exactly cut of the same cloth that Dembele's cut, right? Some of their, you know, I, I tend to think of Rafinha as a better passer. I tend to think of Dembele as a better, you know, one-on-one -on -one dribbler. And I think they they have different roles and different ways of connecting with the team. And so I wasn't sure if Javi was just gonna basically take Dembele out, put Rafinha in, but that's what we get, right? We see uh, the 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 backline like we love: Balde, Araujo, Christensen, and Kunde midfield. Frankie, Busquets, Gavi, Pedri, and then up front, Lewandowski and uh, Rafinha. And, you know, a lot of times Gavi is playing kind of like a, you know, inverted winger up in that left half space, uh, always providing outlets, right? That's what I think we're so impressed by, especially on that first goal. You know, you see a few things that make us very happy, right? Frankie de Jong, he kicks a free kick very quick which is not something that we see uh, very often from Barca in the last few years. And so he kicks it quick. He gives it to Balde. Balde runs, you know, kind of hesitates at the, the, the outside of the box and then jolts in, gets a nice cross in. Rafinha puts it in. Right, Lewandowski, who had a little bit of an absent game, not a lot of performances or, or a lot of touches or a lot of passes or even shots on goal that I thought were looking too impressive through the first, you know, 70 minutes of the game. Boom. Off of a nice little kick uh, to Araujo's head, he heads it into the box. Lewandowski picks it up, puts it in the back of the net. We, of course, had Jules Koundé, who was really awesome in this game for the most part, right? I think every time I see Koundé, you know, on a counterattack, I'm just always impressed by his speed as well his, as his, you know, one-on-one -on -one defending and his ability to, to, you know, remove threats on the counter much more than we ever got from Samido, Roberto, other players who might have been more right backs or played more games at right back than Kunde. He does a wonderful job there. Gets a little bit of a head scratcher, own goal, right? Uh, heads the ball. I think he was trying to head it right into Ter Stegen's chest, but 
puts it right in the corner where Ter Stegen can't get it. And so in terms of the big takeaways from this match that I think a lot of people are very excited about, right? Number one is just the continued growth and uh, excellent performances from Balde. He was, even at the beginning of this season, right? Not that long ago, what, like seven months ago? He was a raw talent very quick. And slowly but surely, we've seen him develop both in the offensive and defensive uh, you know, p- parts of his game, right? In, in this game, again, you see him, you know, make a nice run, putting a cross that he hasn't always been the best at. I think um, uh, he was just kind of everywhere. And this new four-man midfield system really just means when Frankie or Gavi get the ball, Balde has a lot of offensive responsibility right up on that front left wing. And he does an excellent job of, of you know, positioning himself to either receive the ball and then pass it back to one of them or make a run into the box and hopefully get in the cross. And so I think what most people are happy about here, right, is Balde and just his emergence as a as a really really great talent and you know if you think about all the crazy clauses right with Chelsea today spending I think 170 million euro 107 million euros plus for Enzo Fernandez of course the World Cup champion you think about Barca if we didn't have Balde come in and be this revelation this season go in to the summer try to get a, a left back who could play there it cost us like at least 50 60 70 million euros and so to see Balde really just continue to improve the season under Xavi and just act like a sponge, I feel like, and and just, you know, really hone in on his game and improving in all aspects. Just going to be huge for us, especially with all this financial BS we're getting from Tebas and the FFP rules in La Liga, which I think is for another time that just really grinds my gears. Uh, But besides that, I also was just really impressed with Pedri today, right? Especially in that first half, he had two opportunities to score a goal. Probably should have if he had kicked a little bit uh, sooner, especially on that attempt when Rafinha gave him a nice pass down the middle. Pedri deked out two defenders and then just wasn't able to connect at the end. But you remember he scored against Getafe and Girona, right? He's the one who scored in the last two games to give us 1-0 victories. And to see him again, just always a threat in the box with this new four midfield system, really does seem to be unlocking what we want to see from Pedri, right? It's just, you know, we, we, we saw in the first half of the year, especially when Rafinha Dembele were playing on the wings and we weren't really able to build the ball up too much with Busquets. We saw Pedri dropping deeper and deeper uh, in that first half of the season. And it, it kind of irked me. And I think it bothered a lot of you as well, because we have seen how much of an offensive threat he can be, that it was a little bit of a shame to see him have to try and, you know, drop back and be a facilitator in the way that Frankie de Jong or Busquets are probably uh, more suited to be. And so to see him be unlocked, be up front, having the opportunity to score goals, to connect with Lewandowski, to connect with Gavi, to connect with Rafinha up front, really just unlocks him and provides us another level of play. Because something I've been talking about maybe a little bit too much lately is just, you know, if Lewandowski doesn't score, who's going to score on this team? And now I feel a little bit more confident. Okay, Gavi's going to put put in some goals. Pedri will put in some goals. Uh, and I feel like the team is going to be okay, especially when we got, you know, a whole half of a season left, right? That's the thing that sometimes I forget even is that today, February 1st, we just finished the 19th game of the season. Usually, I think we're farther than that because of the World Cup break, of course. And so, you know, we still have a heck of a ton of season left. We still have a Real Madrid uh, Copa del Rey semifinals, right? Two legs coming up. We still have the Europa League against Manchester United, two legs without Dembele. And so we're really going to need these players to, to be able to knock in some goals if Lewandowski is shut out. And, and I just feel a lot more confident with how the, you know, Pedro and Gavi are, are imposing their will on the game offensively lately that, you know what, we're going to be okay. I don't have to freak out and be all nervous before these matches. And that's really what I just want to see is, is our team continue to grow 
continue to show how good we are defensively. I'm a little bit burnt. Kunde gave up that own goal just because, uh, you know, Barca are on some historic paces, right? I think I think the least amount of goals ever allowed in the league season in the top five leagues is like, I want to say 14 by Jose Mourinho's Chelsea in like 2004. And so, you know, this was, I think, our seventh goal allowed through 19 games. So we're just on pace there to, to possibly get some good records. Listen. Everyone, I know, we got to pump our brakes. I really don't think it's sustainable for us to take 50 more points and allow seven more goals over the next 19 La Liga games. But you got to swing for the fences, and this team has shown so far right through the first half of the season that, hey, it is possible for them to achieve it. We just need Ter Stegen to be on his game. Araujo, Christensen, Balde, Kunde. We need everyone to stay healthy, and hopefully we have some big titles coming to us this year. But let's take it day by day. Continue to support the guys. Let me know in the comments what you thought about this game, what you think about you know, this crazy February schedule coming up. We got Sevilla, I think Villarreal. We got uh, Manchester United twice. Then at the end of the month, we have this Real Madrid Clasico coming up in the Copa del Rey. So let me know how you're feeling about this month. I think we're all feeling pretty good. Thank you.